0: Hello, hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. When did accountability become a weakness? When? That's the question of the day. When did accountability become a weakness? I hear quotes out there, things like, double down, it's the Russians. Blame here, blame there. You know, we're, we're gonna be having a food shortage soon. It's coming. You know, I can see it. And why... Are we blaming instead of solving? When did accountability become a weakness? We can't predict the future all the time. We just can't. But to be accountable for our actions, our thoughts, our words, our emotions today, we can do that. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give you two examples of why this topic is my topic today. Over the last week, I've had two encounters that I want to highlight here the first one I had a buddy uh, who on Facebook was posting some stuff uh about uh the right side and how there's extremists and stuff like that and I commented back I'm like, yeah the extremists on both sides are are causing me uh you know a little bit of tension in my in my world as well and he responded with this big long you know two paragraph three paragraph writing about how it's it's really all the right side he's not seeing anything like it on the left side and such and such and i got to wondering when did accountability become a weakness the truth is there are extremists on both sides that's a truth if you don't want to acknowledge that okay i get it you're you're stuck in this 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 narrow perspective of i want to be right instead of opening our minds and understanding that both sides in this situation preferably there were three or four sides because in all reality things are not as simple as we try to make them but both sides in this scenario have truths and areas of weakness and Both sides have extreme players, both sides. The second one was feedback I got on my uh, Apple podcast. This was a really interesting one to me. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read it to you. Uh, It's somebody named, it says Albert Wesker 363. That's their tag. It says, quote, a lack of understanding in political something. It's abbreviated dot, dot, dot. So I can't see that part. The quote goes, It's interesting to see his view on certain issues, though it shows in a lot of his podcast episodes that he has a lack of understanding on political issues, especially. I hope to see him have a guest that is an honest actor and that also disagrees with him to see how he responds. Also, on a lot of them, it's not obvious or even stated what his opinion is on the particular issue, and he just focuses on the therapeutic aspect. So I'm going to break that down a tiny bit. First, I have said from the beginning, this is not going to be a political podcast. I know I've addressed a lot of political issues because politics and culture overlap a lot. So you're probably right. There are, well, no, you're definitely right. There are areas politically that I am naive for sure. There are because I have only been in so many political rooms where the politics are happening right? And until we're in there and we see the animosities that can build up on both sides, which I have seen a little bit of, it is hard to understand the political uh, perspective. Then the second part, I'd love to have a guest. (laughs) You know, as a matter of fact, Albert Wesker363, feel free to reach out to me. I'm pretty easy to track down. Anytime you're going to be in North Idaho, come join me. Uh, we'll we'll schedule. You can take a vacation. You can write off part of it. Just come join me. Let's put this together. You want to come here and have a conversation? Let's have an honest conversation. I am down for that. The third part. The third part talks about it's not obvious or even stated what his opinion is on a particular issue, and he just focuses on the therapeutic aspect. I got to tell you, though you may have thought that was a negative feedback part, I see that as a statement of affirmation. And here's the reason why I say that. I've said from the beginning that my goal is to provide a therapeutic perspective on psychological, sociological, and cultural topics. So I must be hitting that one out of the park because if that is what you're seeing, then I must be doing that part of what I've committed to try to do from the beginning. So thank you for that part of it. Why this would rate a two star out of five, not sure. I'm not really sure. Because to me, I'm going, hmm, he gave me basically two pieces of feedback and one compliment. Eh, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, you've got your perspective and I've got mine, but I'm seeing that I'm, I'm getting at least the goal that I had from the beginning, that major goal of, of providing a therapeutic aspect I'm hitting that out of the park. It sounds like, so that's good. Um, what do I need to improve for sure? Absolutely. I, I'm definitely going to have to take a look at my, uh, po- politics a little bit and see, uh, if I am staying neutral enough to make sure that the therapeutic content is the focus because that's what I'm really trying to do. Can we do it without politics? Absolutely not. Because politics and culture overlap so much to do one and not the other. It's, it's just, it's probably impossible. I would love for somebody to, to be able to do it, but I just don't know that it can happen. Uh, culture and politics tend to go hand in hand much of the time. And culture is something that I definitely do know and understand. And I've been exposed a lot to different kinds of cultures. Um, That being said, definitely not perfect on my my political understanding. And so I do appreciate that feedback. When we look at this stuff that I just provided clinically, when did accountability become weakness? And I gave you a couple of of examples of uh, where our own accountability is important. The last one is where I could be accountable. I may be a little bit politically naive. That doesn't mean I'm uninformed. And it doesn't mean I don't have an opinion. I have very strong opinions for those who know me personally. But for the purpose of this, you guys gave me feedback. Feedback is not a fact. It may be a fact. It's not necessarily a fact. So I took the feedback. I processed it. Decided, yeah, I can address that. Because here's the thing part of it is right. Do I, do I have some uh, areas of being naive uh, politically? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Thank goodness. That's not the intent of this podcast, right? Do I hit the therapeutic content? Yes. So some of that feedback that I got is true. The other part I'm hitting, I'm doing well. So you provided feedback. I decide, does it fit? If it fits, I have to do something with it. So I'll pay attention to the political stuff. And the second is, if it doesn't fit, I kind of dismiss it, right? The idea that that be a two-star rating, uh, I could see, I mean, I could make an argument that it would be, uh, you know, a, a, to me, in my world, probably at worst, a three-star. I mean, I'm hitting the goal that I stated from the beginning. So I, that can't be bad based on that feedback, but according to you um, out there, Maybe it is. Maybe maybe I've got some more areas to grow, so leave me more feedback. Uh, I'd love to take a look at it. The second part, empathy. The attempt to see the world as if you're somebody else, but without taking on their baggage. Are we doing that? I'm trying to empathize with uh, Albert Wesker and my, my buddy on Facebook, for sure. But when we do not open our minds to the possibility that we are wrong, I think we are fools. Because the reality is, I look back, I look back 10 years ago, and I think about how naive I was. And 20 years ago, how much worse. And 30 years ago, oh my gosh, I didn't know anything. And then I project that out to the future. And there will be a day in my future where I look back at today and I think, man, I was foolish, I was so naive. I can't believe all the things I didn't know. I hope and I pray for you out there that you do the same thing 10, 20, 30 years from now. Because the alternative is, I think I got all my crap together and six months, two years, 10 years, 20 years from now, I still think that? I mean, let's think about who the fool is in that situation. It's definitely not going to be the one who is empathizing with the other side, not blaming, which is the third one, but taking accountability because blaming doesn't solve anything. So I could look outside of me and blame everybody else for why I'm doing what I'm doing. I could do that. I could be, well, I'm not getting enough feedback. It's their fault for not giving me enough feedback. Maybe. Or I could just go back and I could listen to my own stuff and say, wow, I didn't do so good in that one. I need to redo that. Accountability. The fourth one, mature people see the benefit in accountability. Mature people see the benefit. The benefit is growth. Do you want to be only as intelligent as you are today? Only as relational as you are today? Is is this the pinnacle for you? Have you reached the end of your growth? Because if so, see you later. Because the world is going to pass you by. I learned this uh, from a business professor, actually. We're either growing or we're going. If we stop growing, even if we just stall, the others will pass us by. We have to be perpetually growing which means we're perpetually stupid. Think about it. If 20 years from now, I look back at me today and think how dumb I was, what's gonna happen 20 years after that, right? We're perpetually growing, which means we are perpetually stupid. If we are not open to accountability, that is a flaw. That is 100% a flaw. Which brings us full circle. Right back to the very first question When did accountability become a weakness? I cannot answer that for any of you out there. I can't tell you when it happened for you, if it happened for you. Unfortunately, when I look at our culture, it has happened in our culture. Double down, blame the Russians. Look, we have land, grow stuff. Well, it's not profitable. I guess we're learning the hard way that it actually could be profitable because we're going to run out of stuff probably pretty soon. So maybe we should have looked at profitability a little bit differently. It's not about the dollar at the moment. It's about sustainability. We haven't done that clearly because we're running out of stuff. I've been to the grocery store. I've looked for things that aren't there You know, five years ago, two years ago, didn't have that problem, but now we do. And yes, we cannot predict the future. So there's always going to be something to be accountable for. It is a strength to be accountable. I want you to think about that as you go about your day and your week and your month and your year. When you make a mistake and you own it, you get the growth opportunity. When you don't, when you blame, when you don't take feedback, when you lack empathy, when you don't understand that the game is about growth, the relational game is about growth, when you don't understand those things, you are weak. I don't want to be weak, so keep bringing me the feedback. I want to hear it. And Albert Wesker363, reach out to me. Let's figure something out. I would love, love to have you on the podcast. Matter of fact, I'll even tell you what. You can pick the topic. You pick the topic. Anything, Anything that relates to psychology, sociology, or culture. And we can absolutely have some dialogue. And I say dialogue because therapeutically, when we look at communication, dialogue means a back and forth. We are going to create something. It is not a monologue. It is not a debate. It's not about right or wrong. It's about growth. Dialogue is about growth. It's about a coming together and a connection. So reach out to me again. Give me your contact information. I'll respond. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and say thanks for joining us and have a great day.